Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. We've got an incredible show. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Oh, man, I took some video yesterday of, of Uno, too. I, I, remind me, I've got to upload it so we can, I can show it to you. Uno was out yesterday, and his animal instincts are, I've never seen him like this, because he's around animals. All of a sudden, he became like a pointer. We were walking uh, yesterday through the fields, and he's like, what's that? Uh, and he's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to be out uh, in farmland and in the dirt. It just is. Anyway, uh, Rough Greens is a supplement that I started adding to uh, Uno's food about three months ago, I think. He's a different dog. He has put on weight that the vet has been begging us to get him to gain weight. We couldn't. We were hand feeding him. Now we don't hand feed him anymore because he likes his food. No matter what we tried, he would never eat it. Now with rough greens on top of it, it's, I mean, it's like dog crack. And it's really good for them. It's rough greens. R-U-F-F greens dot com slash back. Try it out for your dog. See you did the difference in your dog. Rough greens dot com slash back. 833-GLEN, two ends, 33. America, tonight we have a lot to go over. Today we are going to be showing you what we showed you last night on television, who is really responsible and what the goals of this are. It is terrifying. New groups you've never heard of. Well, actually you have, but it was, uh, you know, kind of in the war on terror and uh, the kind of the people that... uh, John McCain was cozying up to. Remember those people? Yeah, they're back. And now they're trying to control the riots here in the United States. We have Rudy Giuliani coming up in about an uh, an hour from now. We also have the governor of South Dakota that is going to be on with us. But I want to start in Seattle, or what used to be called Seattle, in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hmm. So a lot of the decisions we make in life boil down to common sense, or at least they should. Taking uh, and saving money, for example. Let's say you buy a loaf of bread at your grocery store for uh, $2 once a week. Then you find out the store down the street has the exact same loaf of bread for a dollar. I don't think I need to spell out for you what you're going to do. I'm guessing you're going to go down the street and get the loaf of bread that's cheaper. Well, that's the same thing now with what's going on with your house. You have purchased something, your mortgage, and now it's a lot cheaper. Jump at the chance. All you have to do is spend 10 minutes now uh, and chat with the people at, uh, at AmericanFinancing.net. They are mortgage consultants that have you covered coast to coast. That's a family-owned and operated business. It's really unbelievable. They work 
for you. They don't work for the banks. There's no gimmick, no gotcha. There's no hidden fees, nothing. They are working for you to help build the best financial future. See if they can help you now save money. If you're getting a new mortgage, if you are thinking about refinancing, which is highly recommended if you have a mortgage that you that you got even even in January, it's cheaper now. You could save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. AmericanFinancing.net, 1-800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We have so much to go over. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I've got to get back to Mayor Lightfoot's conference call with the Chicago Alderman because it says everything you need to know. Uh, can, can we play just a little bit of it here, Sarah? I've got such so much stuff jammed into this hour, but but it this this is a a private conference call with the mayor of Chicago and all of the board of aldermen. And you're hearing all these these different people in different parts of the city crying out for help and saying you've got to control this and listen to how they're talking about the police listen to what they're asking for and how this whole thing in chicago is falling apart play it what happens when they start going after residents going into the neighborhoods once they start trying to break down people's doors so they think they got something or you know we know that people are here to antagonize and incite and you've got them all pumped tonight today they're not going to go to bed at 8 o'clock. They're going to turn their focus in the neighborhoods. I've got gangbangers with AK-47s walking around right now just waiting to settle some scores. What are we going to do and what do we tell our residents other than good faith people stand up? It's not going to be enough. Thank you, Alderman. Next question. Well, no, I want an answer. I bet you commented on everybody. I want an answer. It's not something you ignore. This is a Honor. question that I have. I think you're 100%, think you're 100% full of is what I think. If you think oh, we no were... No offense, you then. Who are you, you to tell we me I'm full of And if you think, if you think we were not ready and we stood by and let the neighborhood go up, there's nothing intelligent that I can say to you. Because well, maybe you should come out and see what's going on. This is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. I understand you want Supreme. I understand that you think that you Mayor, can. you need to check your f***ing attitude. That's what you need to do. Right now, no. You need to check your attitude. Wait a minute. Okay, stop. It just goes crazy. This is, this is the city government of Chicago. He goes on to say, my ward is an S-show. They're shooting at the police. I've never seen anything like this. And quite frankly, I'm scared. And so is everyone else around me. We're scared. Uh, they go on to say, listen, this, this is the mayor of Chicago. Remember what everybody's saying about the police. Here she is in a private phone call. And she said, look, our police officers are in armed combat with criminals on the West side. And they only made progress after they brought in heavy equipment and stronger pepper spray. Uh, she said there were dudes with sledgehammers that broke into stores to allow it to be looted. I have never seen anything like this in Chicago before. 
Uh, she said it's organized and it's a she pledged that she would launch a Herculean effort to convince businesses to rebuild and open. She said the officers spent three hours just to clear one area, even after the officers gassed the crowd with pepper spray twice. Those people just didn't give a crap. Now, gee, that doesn't sound like somebody who wants to fund the police, does it? That doesn't sound like somebody who is, well, the person that I see on television all the time talking about these nice protesters. These cities are burning down, and quite honestly, I've, I've seen story after story of people saying they're moving from uh, Minneapolis. This is what they want. I want you to know this is about, I, t- I told you this 10 years ago. This is all about chaos. The secret that you, all the thing that you need to understand, this is it. Anything that causes chaos is not good. Anything that causes chaos is helping the dark side. Chaos is what this is about. You've got to cause chaos so the average person will cry out and take help from anyone. This is also about an end game. This is what's happening now is the Marxist cultural revolution of Mao. Mao decided that he wanted to start this little movement on college campuses. See if any of this sounds familiar. He then took it nationwide, and he believed that creating a, quote, great disorder, the masses would organically steer to the direction of the movement rather than rely on the authorities to tell them what to do. And as a result, the movement quickly spun out of control, and death, massive death ensued. Now, here's what they did. First, they created this disorder on the streets, and they had uprising everywhere. And then these these terrorists, if you will, uh, assigned new names to city streets. They started calling things new new names, new cities, new places. People were renamed. Millions of children were born with revolutionary-sounding names during this time period. Others changed their names. Historical sites in every part of China were ransacked and destroyed. Hmm. Damage was particularly pronounced in the capital, Beijing, where thousands of designated sites of historic interest were destroyed. Burial sites were desecrated, and numerous other historically significant tombs, artifacts, oh, and statues were defaced and torn down. Libraries full of historical and foreign texts were destroyed. Books were burned. Temples, churches, mosques, monasteries, cemeteries closed down and sometimes converted to other uses or they were looted and destroyed. The Marxist propaganda depicted Buddhism as superstition and religion was looked upon as a means of hostile foreign uh, infiltration as well as an instrument just to rule over people. Public security in China deteriorated rapidly as the result of central officials lifting restraints on violent behavior. Does any of this sound like Mao's playbook? The reason why it does is because that's who these people are. 
They are Marxist revolutionaries. This has nothing to do with George Floyd. Nothing to do. Let me play something. You know, the in fact, let me start with. Do we happen to have the governor Inslee uh, yesterday saying, gee, they have an autonomous zone. What? Listen to this. Well, that's news to me, so I'll have to reserve any comment about it. I, I have not I have not heard anything about that from any credible okay. source. <laughs> not that you're not credible. It's just like before I uh-huh. espouse an opinion, I should know of which I speak. <laughs> yeah, your governor, your governor of a state, your largest city in your state is on fire. The police over a two day period evacuated the third precinct you've got yahoo monkey people like me on the radio talking about it for two days and your governor doesn't even know about it wow that's interesting well uh just in case the governor happens to be listening right now let this yahoo monkey half person uh tell you now about what they're saying now they're holding their their people's conference every day. And you watch it online. Well, we are. Let me give you a couple of things. Here they are in Seattle in this new, not Seattle, Capitol Hill uh, autonomous zone, which is now not part of the United States anymore. Here they are on their mission. Listen. We got to expect the system to react. And their main tool is violence. So we are, you know, keeping each other what? Keeping each other what? Safe. Safe so that we can complete the what? Complete the mission. And the mission is to what? Hug and hold hands? (laughs) All right. Just making sure we are on point so I can talk about King King County Equity Now. If you haven't been there and signed up, go there because that's what we're talking about. Actually getting control of the land and the resources that are supposed to impact our lives. Getting control of the land, the capital, and the access to the resources that control our lives. Ha. Huh. So they are reclaiming all of the land. And they said, we're not stealing it. It's already been stolen. We're just taking it back for the indigenous people. Really? Because... Everybody face I saw did not look like an indigenous person up there, but uh, that's that's cool. Uh, here's the other uh, clip. We I've got lots of them, but I'm not going to have time to get through all of them uh, this hour. Uh, here they are talking about what they're in the middle of. Listen, because there is a security guard and then there's an owner of the establishment. Right. And so here we saw the security guards, but the owners of the establishment at some point said it's better for you to what? leave but we're not going to mistake a retreat for the end of the what the war we in a war right we see people dying we see people with guns and all of that that means there's some type of war going on people being taken as prisoners of war because when you get incarcerated out here standing for your rights and freedom you're a prisoner of war right and so we don't want to mistake a retreat and them gathering different strategies for winning the war. A battle has been won. Give it up for the battle being won. Yeah, the battle is being won. We've got six blocks in Seattle. Um, here's the um, 
Here's the terrifying thing. These people are serious and they are well funded and they are well organized. It is it is uh, Antifa. It is also Black Lives Matter. It is the Democratic Socialists of America. They are officially aligned with Antifa now and a new group that you've not heard of that is truly terrifying and we will tell you about that coming up in the third hour. It was, if you're a Blaze subscriber, you can watch it on demand. It was the show last night that we did. Uh, boy, have you been lied to uh, for a very, very, very long time. And uh, this government has helped this group out. Uh, and um, uh, you need to know about it. We, we will discuss that coming up. We're going to also touch on it with Rudy Giuliani next, uh, next hour. Let me break for one minute, then I'm going to come back. And and tell you what these leaders are actually saying. You need to know what you're dealing with. Oh, Black Lives Matter. They're not so bad. They're 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 just all they care about is George Floyd. Really? Your family is at stake. Your voice is at stake. Your freedom is at stake. Your business, your livelihood, the world is up for grabs right now. We'll give that to you in one minute. All right, blinds.com is, uh, uh, is where the heart is. It's in your sanctuary, if you will. It's in your castle. You know, we, we go home and, uh, hopefully we can turn away from the world's troubles. This summer, blinds.com, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world, wants to help you turn your home into even more of a sanctuary by offering you a chance to win contact-free total bedroom makeover worth $2,000. Now, it's a virtual session with an experienced interior designer whose work has been featured in Country Living Magazine, Pop Sugar, inspiring millions of people online as well. Uh, you get that individual helping you with your bedroom makeover. Again, $2,000 for the window treatments. Wow. Blinds.com, making your home more beautiful. It's easy and affordable. Enter for your chance to win, and you could transform your bedroom into the perfect staycation. Blinds.com helped millions of homeowners. Plus, they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows at Blinds.com. Take your home from where it is to where it ought to be at blinds.com. Now enter for your chance to win the total bedroom makeover worth two grand. Just check out the special savings on top quality interior blind shades, shutters, and outdoor shades. No purchase is necessary. Rules and restrictions may apply. See blinds.com for details. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, I have the list of demands I hope to get to from the Free Capitol Hill government now. Uh, the list of demands that, uh, you know, they, they want rent control, they want free college, they want free housing because now housing is a right, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I want to also give you this. Uh, this is a story from the nation, and uh, this is who you're dealing with. And I, I want to read as much of this as I can. Since the beginning of the coronavirus lockdown, the realities of both the human body's interconnectedness and private property's deathliness have become inescapable. Private property's deathliness. Doctors uh, in the before time 
were already known on occasion to prescribe food, money, companionship, abuse-free shelter, or holiday from housewifehood to their patients. Today, however, the concepts of reproductive justice, family inequality, compulsory uh, domesticity, and the right to the city have taken even more force as officials instruct populations to, uh, to maintain social distancing from everyone except your family. Uh, skip down here. Uh, now with urban movement so constrained, the already desperate l- limited legal frameworks of marital union and biogenetic next of kin, which is used as a gateway and a gate for hospital visits, triage of the dead and disturb- determining custody, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, there is a quick fix to all this injustice. The wealthy everywhere, not only um, here, but all over the world, have visibly come to the startled realization that the private nuclear household is a fantasy. Mm -hmm. The principle that a child only has one or two real parents goes unchallenged, as does the principle that people should live in autonomized car-dependent boxes, each uh, kitted out with its own kitchen and laundry, Man, the oppressiveness of a kitchen and laundry uh, with extremely uh, few companions, ideally linked to some fiction of blood or biological identity. So, in other words, we should live with more people that aren't in our family, I guess, in a box that doesn't have a kitchen or a laundry. I'm, I'm not sure what that meant. Could 2020 mark the beginning of the end of the class society? <clears throat> Via the uh, perpetuation of the riotous nationwide insurgency currently underway for black lives as a general strike that gives rise to a a giant archipelago uh, archipelago of protest kitchens that I don't know what their obsession is with kitchens. Anyway, um, co-founding a uh, millions of co-housing projects, co-ops and communes. Now. Indeed, for several years now, together with a number of other trans-liberationist Marxists and mothers, I've been doing my best to raise the profile against that old dream of family abolition, to clarify what it is and isn't, and to restore the private, repronormative or patriarchal nuclear household to its proper place, as the principal object of feminist and queer radical critique. And here, critique really means critique. Recognition that the family as we know it, simultaneously an anti-queer factory for producing productive workers, rife with power asymmetries and violence, and the sole source of love, care, and protection against brutalization of the police, the market, the work, the races, may have gotten us. They go on about how they are organizing to take away the family. Uh, Family values are not what is called for anymore. If we want to make it into the next century as humans, we must not treat each other as families because families fail us. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Wouldn't it be horrible to to live like this, to have all of these kinds of feelings of that i mean boy uh anyway life lock somewhere in the neighborhood nine million people have had their identities stolen 
So what do you do about it? Well, I say burn down the Internet. Or you could just uh, get LifeLock. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You know that. Having your identity stolen is costly, a painful process to fix, and it damages your credibility in the world. Everything that you've built, whatever that means anymore, having something that can act as a firewall between you and cyber criminals is vital. This is why you need LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and can help you avoid them. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or you know, watch over all transactions, but LifeLock is, man, they're the best in the business, in my opinion. You can save up to 25% off your first uh, year by using the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. Glenn had a special last night on all this stuff. Uh, you can watch it at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. We're from the Standing Rock Ranch, which... I want to talk about, if I have this hour, something that is coming up July 3rd um, that I think is very, very important and I urge you to participate in. It's going to be really easy. It will be absolutely free, everything else. Um, but uh, stand by for that announcement coming up in uh, just a little while. So we're, we're looking at this world where this is the Mao cultural revolution. It is taking exactly the same track. Uh, we have Marxist. I don't care if you think this is about George Floyd. It's not about that. It is actually the birth of a new religion because they're erasing our religion. They're erasing our story. They have erased the very, the fundamental aspect of Christianity, and that is forgiveness and individual forgiveness. That you are not responsible for what's happened in the past. You're not, you're responsible for your actions. There is no such thing, as I said, all during the Obama administration as this bullcrap Jeremiah Wright collective salvation. It doesn't happen that way. To say that mocks God and mocks the message of Christianity. Now, they've erased our religion or are trying to. We have no story anymore to hold us together. And so what has happened is through this, this new religion of, of quite honestly, race, I think is the God, the planet is the God, division is the God. We are now kneeling down, washing the feet of other people. We are, be we are being told to get on our knees. There are chants. There is no real fact. This is religious devotion that is happening right now. And you must not play a role in it. You are, I mean, you want to talk about the mark of the beast. We all think the mark of the beast is going to come and it's going to be really obvious. Yeah, you know, I got to have to have this chip in your hand. No, that's a mark of the beast. You know, it kills me when people say, Bill Clinton, I think he was the Antichrist. Do you, do you really think that the Antichrist is going to be that obvious? Come on. He's going to come as a guy that everybody loves. 
And everybody says, how could you possibly be? We're at the beginning of that road where one side doesn't understand the other side. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know how people are falling for this. Probably because they're uneducated. They're only watching mainstream media or social media. So they don't know really what's going on. But if you know the facts and how you how you are still living in this world where you're like, yeah, Black Lives Matter is not so bad. You're out of your mind. We have new overlords that are coming. Let me tell you about this one. <laughs> you know, there's a new Facebook um, uh, oversight board, which is really great. The oversight board uh, is uh, is is just going to be making the rulings on what content will be allowed on Facebook. So one of the new board members uh, has just tweeted that uh, she is. Hang on just a second. Um, she said, we will not shy away from the difficult decisions and intend to act without looking at economic, political or reputational interest of Facebook. We're not here to defend Facebook. We're here to hold the company accountable for its content decisions. Well, who is she? Well, uh, she is uh, Takawattle Carmen. She's a supporter of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, she said she is standing with the revolutionaries, the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, she is uh, uh, standing, quote, fully with the revolutions. This was my position yesterday, today, and it will be tomorrow, not only in Yemen or across the Arab region, but also globally. I am with the inevitability upcoming global spring. The Muslim Brotherhood and its supporters who oppose the military rule are engaged in a legendary struggle, which they are waging with their blood and their resolute steadfastness and their belief that they will restore the revolution to its true path. Well, okay, so we got her on the board. That's fantastic. How do you think this is going to work out for Americans? How do you think this is going to work out for people who believe in the Constitution, who believe in the founding? Have you seen how many statues have been pulled down? Who's doing this? Who's pulling down? You know, yesterday they declared that every statue of Washington and Jefferson must be removed. They're beheading statues. They are. They beheaded the statue in Virginia. I think it was Virginia. Um, wrapped it in a flag set it on fire, and then threw it into a lake. It was a statue of Christopher Columbus. By the way, any town that has a statue that you want to give, uh, you want to get rid of, anything of historic significance that you want to get rid of, we are not asking to glorify these things. We're trying to preserve American history. Please, please let the um, our American History Museum with Mercury One Take those statues and store them, please. Anything that you have in your town that is being looted or destroyed or anything, please send it to us. It must be preserved. You know, who these people are they're the Taliban. Do you remember when the Taliban said there are bigger things to worry about? And we've got to change our culture. We have to change our, our history. And they blew up those historic uh, Buddha statues. They were carved centuries ago into the mountains. They were amazing. 
blew them all up. What's the difference between the Taliban and what's happening here in America? Tucker Carlson, they now are targeting Tucker Carlson. Why? Because he's number one on cable news. That's why. And because he's not going along with it. Disney and T-Mobile. First of all, Disney has never advertised with uh, Fox. If they did, it was a mistake. Disney. Oh, yeah, let's put our ads on Fox News. Their family's there. Yeah, that would make way too much sense. T-Mobile. We've told you for a long time, switch carriers to Patriot Mobile because T-Mobile, if you have it, they're they're funding abortion centers. They're putting their money with Planned Parenthood. They're not on your side. Well, T-Mobile has just pulled from uh, Tucker Carlson as well. You watch. It's going to be the same thing that they tried to do with me. And they're next they're going to say, Mercedes-Benz won't, uh, won't advertise either. Mercedes-Benz is never advertised. There is a split in our culture, somewhat along ideological and political lines, and it's accelerating. It's already, this disease is already in our school. Your school is teaching the 1619 Project, which the week of the 4th of July, we're debunking. It's in our news networks. It's in our social media discourse. They're now thinking about taking Paw Patrol off because it idolizes uh, police officers. Jeez. Over the past several days, sports franchises have caved to the outrage mob. The NFL has apologized via video conference to NASCAR, banning the Confederate flag, or what most people believe is the Confederate flag. The NHL commissioner suggesting new guidelines are coming to increase opportunities for people of color to participate in hockey. It's a Canadian and Russian sport, for the love of God. There is a divide in America between left and right, and it is growing, and it's growing between rich and poor, between postmodernist PC bullcrap outrage mobs and the rest of us who just are trying our best to go to work, and we believe in the Bill of Rights. We're hit with it every day. We're racist, misogynist. We're 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 brutal police loving pigs. Honestly, I can't tell you if those divides will ever be bridged. The gaps right now seem insurmountable. But we've done it before. We did it in the 1960s and history is rhyming right now and we can pull out of this. Our churches are weak. Our institutions are weak. Our understanding of history is weak. We must double our efforts on this. There's another divide that's starting to happen. Another reality that's starting to set in. The cultural divide is manifesting into an economic divide. We've been operating as two distinct cultures for a while, for some time, and you haven't really been impacted by it, except on what entertainment you get. But anyone who has been trying to tell you the truth, Fox News uh, for a long time, us, other conservatives, we've been massively, massively demonetized. And it's really hurt us. But news today that Disney has formally boycotted all advertising for Tucker, from Tucker Carlson on Fox News. No Star Wars advertisements, no Marvel ads, no Pixar ads. 
because of his insensitivity and controversial statements related to the George Ford, uh, George Floyd killings and Black Lives Matter. You're telling me that it's not controversial just to read the words of Black Lives Matter. That's okay. What they're spewing out about our our nation and our police, that's okay. But saying this is a Marxist cultural revolution, that's not. Lego stopped producing any police-oriented characters. Toy stores have pulled police-related toys from the shelves. Oh, God. Do you remember when it was just Alex, Alex Jones? First, they come for Alex Jones. And by the end, there's no one left to stand up for you. Remember when Visa stopped processing credit card payments for Alex Jones, then other conservative or right-leaning platforms, banks and credit card companies refused processing banking and any kind of lending to gun dealers and firearm manufacturers, Chase Bank, Bank of America, both refusing to do business with the same companies that make rifles and handguns for the U.S. military. Google and Amazon employees forced those companies to cease doing business with certain agencies in the U.S. government, including the U.S. military. And now, this morning, news, the largest investment bank in the U.S. is considering severing its ties with the largest police union in the U.S. That, ask, that is basically asking them to find another company to help manage their pension and retirement benefits. They're squeezing us off. They have the corporations. They learned this, and this is what the Tides Foundation set out to do in the 1980s. You think another toy company is going to come along and make police toys and sell them online? I think there won't be a, a demand for that. The NRA starts a federal credit union. You don't think millions of new depositors will happen? Tucker Carlson loses his position. He can start his own thing or he can he can come to the blaze or wherever. The Internet changed everything. But they're going to cancel that as well on us. Today, it's advertisers and social media platforms. Tomorrow, it'll be new banks, new credit card companies, new social media platforms, new movie TV studios. And after that, a new currency. Everything's about to change. We must stand together. Please, we have to have a direct pipeline to you. Sign up for our email newsletter. It's totally free. If you have the money, get into the direct pipeline. Do not let anyone stand between us that can separate us and we lose track with one another. Join us at blazetv.com. Sign up for a year. You'll save 10 bucks. Use the promo code Glenn. Everything I've said was coming is here now. Now is the time. Please join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn or just join my free email newsletter. Go to glennbeck.com and sign up there. We must not be separated. More in a minute. Man, Relief Factor. Um, Relief Factor is a way for you to not be foggy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an inflammation uh, suppressor, and it, it, it helps rid our bodies of inflammation, which is where most of our pain comes from. 
I have to tell you, though, I, I may start doing things for oxycodone, uh, may start. I may because I really I kind of want to come to you every day and go, you know, the world's on fire and I don't really care. You know, I'm just so rocking oxycodone that, <laughs> whoa, Detroit uh, was just removed from the map and it's now uh, being replaced by one giant teepee. I I'm going to need lots of oxycodone to be able to be in that world. Anyway, uh, relief factor is for those of us who would like to stay aware and like to not be on a drug. Relief factor is not a drug developed by doctors. Seventy percent of the people who try relief factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three week quick start trial packs only nineteen ninety five. Go to relieffactor.com. dot com eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. It's relieffactor.com, dot com man. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program from the Standing Rock Ranch. Rudy Giuliani is going to join us here in just a few minutes. I have a lot of questions uh, for him, and not just about uh, what's happening in Washington, D.C. with the case, uh, you know, the impeachment nonsense. Uh, where is that? When are we going to start seeing people go to jail? Uh, but also, I, I'd like to talk to him as a former mayor and uh, <laughs> an attorney general uh, and, and lead prosecutor. Uh, what is happening and and what is the president going to do? I, I'm telling you, one of the fears that I have is these cities are going to let these guys get entrenched uh, and they will dig in. Then you're going to have the military come in. You'll have the National Guard. And what will happen? You have to go house by house. It'll look like the Middle East. And the press will cover this as these big, evil government uh, military men coming in and killing these innocent people that just want freedom and justice. That's what's happening. And where do you think people are going to fall on that? We're at a dividing point. We must know who we are. And by the way, please support your local stations that carry our voices. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. I want to talk to you about American financing. Uh, I'm actually in the middle of uh, looking to renegotiate my, uh, re, re, uh, rework my, my mortgage um, with American financing. Why? Because, well, I mean, we're in a time where these rates are incredibly, incredibly good. Um, uh, there's probably, you know, uh, I mean, I, I know we have a, a situation here with all the craziness uh, when it comes to the economy. Well, calling American financing can save you a lot of money on your mortgage. 
So if you need extra money, this is a good way of doing it. Uh, plus, you can refinance a credit card debt and everything else. Give them a call. Uh, uh, AmericanFinancing.net is the uh, address to go to. AmericanFinancing.net or call 1-800-906-2440. 1-800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Our number is 888-727-BECK. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glenn is uh, in uh, at his ranch right now, and we're going to be rejoining him here in just a second. Uh, we are in a crazy time right now, aren't we not? We are in a time where the show Cops got canceled after 33 seasons. Because of what? Because someone who, who is in the field... Of, uh, 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 he holds the profession of the job uh, of the, that the show actually, sh- you know, highlights because someone who holds a job in a, in a field does something wrong. Like if we go to, um, you know, if someone in McDonald's in Miami poisoned a Big Mac, do we close the, the do we close the, the Anchorage McDonald's? Do we close all fast food restaurants? What is the line that we're supposed to, to go with here? Now they're going after Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They want to move the scenario from, from on that show to uh, something that has nothing to do with police. They want to move it to the U.S. Department of Labor. That sounds like a fun show. You have uh, Live PD, an incredibly successful show, uh, being canceled. You have, they're going after Chase from Paw Patrol. Poor little Chase, the little adorable dog, the puppy from Paw Patrol. They want to they want to cancel Chase. They're going after Legos. Uh, this is an, an insane an insane insane time. And I don't think anybody knows the facts about what these uh, what the truth of all of this is. Um, somebody who does though is uh, former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, and he uh, he joins us now. Mr. Mayor, how are you, sir? I'm I'm very good under the circumstances of our country being put through this terrible thing. It is it is an incredible incredible time. Uh, Glenn, of course, is up in his ranch. We're, we lost a little bit of connection with him, but I appreciate you hopping on with us here because oh, not at all, not yeah. at all. I I, I, lo- I love your your station and and your show. Thank you so much. Um, can you walk us through a little bit here? Um, give us a perspective of someone who actually managed a situation like this. You come into office. We all remember. I lived in Connecticut at the time. We all remember what New York was like. You know, it's a, it's always been a great city, but it was a city that had a lot of major problems when you walked into that office. And one of the ways that you were able to kind of take on uh, those those problems was with smart and different approaches. Can you kind of discuss what you did? I, uh, you know, I, I had lost for mayor four years earlier, very, very close to David Dinkins. And in the four years leading up to it, particularly the last two years, I knew I would have a chance of winning. And I also knew I'd be the first Republican elected in 25 years. I think at that point, only the second Republican elected in the century and, and probably the last for a long time. And I decided it was my one chance to really change it. So 
So Tell I me when I can years, talk. I spent two years uh, developing my agenda. I had seminars every week. I, I talked to housing people. I talked to budget people. I talked to social, uh, social welfare people. Uh, I went and took a look at what Tommy Thompson was doing in Wisconsin to reform welfare. And, of course, on policing, I knew a lot about that anyway because that was my background. But I did a lot of mm. seminars on that. So I came into office with a real agenda of reform. And everyone laughed at me and said I couldn't do it. I said I was going to cut the city by 20%. I was going to put people on welfare to work. I was going to cut welfare, et cetera, et cetera. And I started doing it. I, I announced right away uh, uh, 20,000 layoffs. I was told that I would ruin the city. People would get no services. I said, um, you're not even going to notice it. I'm willing to gamble. You're not going to even notice that we uh, reduce service because we could not do any work. Mm. <laughs> and, um, and then I cut, um, cut everybody from welfare who wouldn't work. There's a provision in New York law that says in return for welfare, you have to work for the municipal government or state government for 20 hours a week. If you're able-bodied, no one ever used that law before. I did. They took me to court. They challenged me. I won. And I had protests for the next three years, and I was accused by the New York Times of running a plantation, <laughs> and uh, which didn't bother me at all. No. I, I said, we're succeeding. I decided that we would uh, change our entire policy of the police department. I brought in computer programming called ComStat to measure the effectiveness of our efforts and the accountability of our police. So when they say that we put a lot of police in black areas and we had a lot of confrontations with black people, I can show them why. I can show them the complaint from the black person that asked the police to please come there and save them or to arrest a person who killed their son or arrest a man who raped their daughter. So um, I, mean, I, just looked at, I just looked at Minneapolis with all this stuff about, you know, disbanding the police and the police is racist. The police, uh, the police confronted and arrested about 790,000 suspects for murder. But this was two years ago. You know how many murders were committed by blacks in that year? About 820. Mm. And do you know where the information about them came from? Other black people. So the idea that the police are selecting blacks is not true. Blacks are selecting blacks in an absolutely understandable effort to save their lives. Right. And so I kept the okay. very clearly. When the Justice Department came after me, Holder and Janet Reno, uh, we, we got them to drop the case because we could show that our arrests were determined by statistics, so, by facts, not by race. And the only reason you have all this confrontation in the black community is a very, very tragic fact that there is a significantly disproportionate amount of violent crime in the black community and the black community wants you to solve it as, as any so community Rudy, let me let me jump in here. It's Glenn. I'm sorry I wasn't here for the beginning oh, of the hi, interview. Glenn. I'm up at our our ranch. I'm good. Uh, listen, I, I want to get s specific here on a couple of things that I think you can really address, and that is, um, yes, there are problems with policing, and there's there's all kinds of things we can talk about, but this is a Marxist movement. 
uh, BLM, Antifa or Antifa. Uh, and there is also another uh, really nasty group that has uh, kind of come into this uh, into this fold uh, from from Syria. I'm sure you know uh, yeah. about it. Uh, but it is a, a Syrian group now that is trying to and they were involved in New York. It's the revolutionary abolitionist movement. Right. They are serious and no one seems to be talking about what's really fundamentally happening. And that is the Mao cultural revolution is happening on our streets here in America Pushed by Marxists. When does the Insurrection Act actually? When 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 does it? When does what's happening in America rise to an insurrection? Well, I mean, in order to 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 find an insurrection, and then not to be undercut by the courts, you would have to develop substantial evidence of that. Here's what I can tell you: having, oh my God, observed fifty riots. And never had one when I was mayor, because I vowed we would never have a riot, even though I followed two years of massive riots under David Dinkins. This is a different riot than we've ever had before in New York City. And I'd be willing to testify as an expert witness. If we go back to the last two big riots in New York City, which happened to be the last time we had a Democratic mayor, or we go back to the riots of the 70s and even the Vietnam War riots, remember the thing was they used to burn down their own neighborhoods? Yeah, yes. People old enough can remember seeing Detroit burning and Washington burning when they were watching baseball games or New York burning. Well, this was directed to stay out of those neighborhoods, to hit middle class and upper middle class areas. Uh, The first day or second day in New York, the police were able to surreptitiously obtain four or five, I don't know if they were texts or emails, I saw them, uh, in which their instructions were given. Uh, about what streets to hit, and if you know New mm-hmm. York, they're all they're all the upper end streets. Uh, so this this was not in any way. Let's you know, let's go back to Benghazi, a spontaneous riot like the one no. that happened. You know, the, the night that Martin Luther King died, which that was a spontaneous. I mean, riot. You, look, Rudy, you said that it would take enormous ev- evidence. You know who uh, John Miller is? He's New York's head terrorist off, uh, terrorism officer. He said that these protests were organized by anarchist groups. Uh, They were raising bail money. They're recruiting. They have a very, very uh, uh, efficient system, and they know exactly what they're doing. He he said 686 of the arrests, they found one out of seven were from outside of New York in the first couple of days. That number was later 20%. 20 percent were out and not just from like new haven they were from iowa nebraska and texas and faraway states well you know it, 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 john john first of all john is trustworthy john probably knows more about this than you know almost anybody in the fbi now the fbi will get angry but they should but the rea- but the reality is probably that information exists in other cities the question is have they been gathering it and this is the job of the FBI. And what I can't tell you, Glenn, is how aggressive they are in doing this. But if you're asking me, should there be a major investigation of what organizations organize these riots? Absolutely. These were coordinated riots. There's no question about it. I think the spark, by the way, 
was when the mayor of Minneapolis gave up the police precinct. I think oh, that yeah. said oh, to yeah. the groups in the it said to the groups in the fifty other cities, we now we now have them in retreat. Let's charge. And let's try you, it. Now, you let's have try this we're talking to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, help me out with this one. You have Seattle uh, giving up their precinct. Capitol Hill is in the hands of Marxist radicals now. Um, and what's going to happen? I mean, Trump just tweeted, you got to get a hold of your, your town, Seattle, or I will. If he sends in any kind of National Guard or troops or anything else, that's what they want. They're, these cities are allowing these people to dig in. Then they'll have to send in troops to remove them. And you're going to have the pictures of these evil American troops going in and killing these innocent people who just wanted, you know, just free love and free, you know, health care or Wi-Fi or whatever the hell they want. We, we're being set up. And uh, I, I just don't know why we're not seeing a, a stronger reaction here from seemingly anyone, especially on local and state level. First of all, I think there are, there are, there are those who are complicit. Uh, the progressive, really regressive Democratic mayors are either actively uh, complicit or unknowingly complicit. I mean, their philosophy is just as crazy as the people you're talking about. Yes. And that's a lot of people. That's 30, 40 mayors. I mean, the worst, the worst damage was done in Democratic cities. I mean, they, you, you can't know. miss that coincidence. You can't. You can't miss the coincidence that Democratic mayors and governors can't protect their citizens. I mean, that's that's the time to leave office. So they're not going to help you with any such evidence. So here you would have to have the FBI really do a very aggressive effort to tie this together. But they should. And they don't have to a particular group. They should say we're starting an investigation to determine who organized these riots because unlike other riots in our history, there is plenty of evidence to show they were coordinated. And I know they have a lot more evidence than I've seen. I've seen maybe eight documents that I had never seen before in a riot. I also talk to New York City police a lot. They will tell me, unlike other riots, there was a lot of pre-positioned weapons. Yeah. I mean, they would get to a place sometimes before the rioters got there, and there was a big can filled with with uh, bricks, bricks that were put in uh, cans. It looked like a can. In fact, some of it looked like ice cream. They had a yeah, whole thing of, of ice cream, but it was a brick that would kill you if it hit your head. Uh, they even had Molotov cocktails pre prepositioned. So our, our rioters, when we had riots before, we hadn't had one in 22 years. They didn't have anything prepositioned. They just went nuts, and they went with anything they had. The blocks, the blocks that they went up, the police commanders will tell you, were carefully thought out. They actually had a plan. They they knew what they wanted to hit to make a political point. All right. Uh, We're we're talking to Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of uh, New York and uh, used to be America's mayor before. Oh, he just went crazy and started defending, you know, the truth. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, what's happening in Washington uh, with this investigation. Everything that you said was happening in Ukraine, everything that we uh, said and verified that was happening in Ukraine is true. 
Uh, it's now all coming undone, and I want to talk to you about that and its connection possibly to this uh, seeming endgame riot uh, that we have. We're going to continue our conversation with Rudy Giuliani in one minute. Stand by. All right, I want to talk to you about Rectech Grills. Rectech. Uh, I want to start my own uh, cooking show called uh, Glenn Cooks Everything on a Rectech. I mean, we have we have cooked everything on this grill uh, while we have been up here. It is it's tremendous. Everything tastes so good. Uh, it's in a, a sleek, uh, I mean, tank. Really, it, I mean, it's made of steel. It's like a, it's like they took a Buick and made it into a, I mean, an old Buick and made it into a really small Rectech grill. This thing could take a beating. I mean, it's the last grill you're going to buy. It heats perfectly. It has smart technology. Don't take my word for it. See one yourself. Check out Rectech Grills on social media. You'll see what all the hype is about. I love this grill. You could win one for Father's Day, the same one that I have. Rectech Grills, R-E-C-T-E-C, grills with an S, dot com, slash Beck. That's rectechgrills.com, slash Beck. Go there now. That's Rectech Grills, R-E-C-T-E-C, grills with an S, dot com, slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, um, Mr. Mayor, with everything that is going on, I just don't think it's a coincidence uh, that you have people like George Soros funding Antifa. Uh, You have uh, Bloomberg in our AG's offices all over the country doing things that are absolutely illegal. Um, And he is he's teamed up with New York University to do it. Uh, you have all of these places being positioned uh, at the same time. You have the people who are traditional allies and people who make excuses for Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They're coming under fire because of what was happening with the Russia deal and the Ukraine uh, scandal. Uh, do you see any possible coordination uh, as, as kind of an end game scenario with the deep state a couple of things first i I, whether it's directly connected or loosely connected they all seem to have the same goal going back to four years ago when they decided a little longer than four years ago they they were going to prevent trump from being president by any means possible they carry that out now for the next three four years and any means possible meant illegal means so even when i look at the pandemic and the way it was played and now the riots and with, with the way it's played, it, it all it all gets turned around to let's see if we we can delegitimize Trump. He didn't handle the pandemic yes. correctly. He, I mean, mm-hmm. I had people. I was on I was on the phone with this with this uh, a reporter Pierce uh, Pierce Morgan who used to be in in New York, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I did, I did as a favor for him stupidly at one in the morning, and all of a sudden he tells me, well, every, everyone here knows that Trump started the riots. I oh said, my God! I said, you got to be crazy. What if he started the riots? Well, when he made that statement about if you start the looting, you'll start the shooting. 
That goes back to some sheriff 35, 40 years ago in Florida. I don't even remember the damn statement. And I said, Pierce, yeah. you know Trump. You were on his show. You know he's not racist. Why are you spewing this stuff? Of course he said that. I could have said that. Actually, it's true. If you start the looting, you're going to start the shooting. I can't help it if some racist said it, who I don't even know. And it had nothing to do with the riots. They were already three days going on when he said it. But this is the kind of stuff that you've, kind of stuff that you face. Now, Soros, Soros has a connection, tantalizing connection to a lot of this. First of all, Soros was a big-time player in Ukraine and in Eastern mm-hmm. Europe. And it was Soros' mm-hmm. money that set up the special prosecutor's office for corruption, which is a misnomer. It was a special prosecutor's office that would take all the cases from the attorney general, bury the cases on Soros's company, and then go after Soros's enemies. Now he did that in he did that in uh, he did that in Romania. He attempted to do it in Hungary. He just a little while ago tried to do it in Albania and they threw him out. But he did do it in Ukraine. He owned the prosecutor's office. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this because they, you know, they block out Biden. But when Biden got paid his bribe, it was, and, the, and the bribe here was to Joe Biden. That money wasn't for Biden's son. It was to buy Joe Biden's influence to protect the Ukrainian oligarch that stole $5 billion. And when that company, okay. when that company was in trouble, he went in and he got the case fixed. And he got Soros' case fixed, too. And Soros got out All right. from other, a big, big investigation. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, uh, more with him in just a second. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, once again, we return to our old friend, the cyber criminal, who has just returned to his dusty keyboard after a hard day of looting and rioting in the real world. You know, for justice or whatever that is. He sits there in his basement, occasionally glancing at the new TV he carried off from Target. But now his focus is on the other occupation. Time to mine the Internet for some information. Who's his victim today? Oh, it could be you. Norton 360. Helps you stay more private, more secure in today's connected world when working to keep prying eyes out. When you get Norton 360, you're getting real-time protection against existing and emergent threats to your information. With a VPN operating on bank-grade encryption, a password manager that easily and securely creates, stores, and manages all your passwords, and a whole lot more, Norton 360 is your key to a better cybersecurity and real peace of mind. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off your first year with an annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck for up to 50% off. We have more with Rudy Giuliani coming up in just a moment. You can always go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn and watch it back anytime. Use the promo code Glenn for 10 bucks off. We're with former New York City Mayor um, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, I have to to ask Rudy Giuliani first before we go back into uh, the deep state and Ukraine and everything else. Um, 
Bill de Blasio must must almost give you an aneurysm every time you you see him on TV. <laughs> I don't know what I, I actually actually be interesting trying to describe the reaction. It's it, 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 first of all, it's disbelief that they elected a mayor. It's, yeah, I've never I've never seen a politician who has no supporters. None. I, I, I none. Uh, I do a radio show between four and six. And I and it's a lot of it is in New York, and I challenge someone to defend him. I said I'll even go easy on you if you defend. Him. I just want to have somebody call up and say you're wrong, De Blasio. I haven't gotten one person yet. I mean, it's it, the guy is a te- the I, protesters. No- the, the protesters even hate him. I mean, nobody likes him. Uh, yes. Now this is a guy that would you could create a pretty good case is a anarchist socialist moving toward a communist. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he was in Cuba for his honeymoon. I think some of his, his family have backgrounds as communists. Uh, the things that he says sound that mm-hmm. way. But here's why, here's why he gets his supporters angry. He can't accomplish anything. So the right. left wing is angry at him because he's incompetent and lazy. And the right wing is angry because he has terrible ideas for the city. I mean, it's a combination that's, I've only seen this happen with Jimmy Carter. You know, Jimmy Carter could not make anybody happy because he couldn't get anything accomplished. Can I ask you something? Um, There's a sick part of me, like I watch Minneapolis, and there's a sick part of me that goes, oh, I'm I'm, I'm just going to get a bowl of popcorn and I'm going to watch this thing burn down to the ground. And then you, you in about, well, I should say a minute. uh, Sure. It should be instantly, but sometimes it's five minutes. I come to my senses and I realize all of the good people that are there that are just going to be decimated by this. Yeah, I think, you know, I think about the anger there is now at New York, right? Because the governor Mm -hmm. and and the the mayor clearly mishandled the the whole pandemic we have disproportionate losses particularly our nursing homes where sick people were put in uh and there was no directive from the cdc to do that that's totally made up because it didn't happen anywhere else and i i i say to myself people must be angry at new york because maybe we spread it a little bit more we're asking for more money and then i think of all the good people in new york you know when you think about it there are a large percentage of the population, even if it's 30%, that's a lot of people. They are so upset. They are so distraught. And the people moving out of New York, the numbers are astounding, Glenn. Yeah, I know. The numbers are people that never... I've had maybe 10 friends say to me, I was waiting for de Blasio term to be up, which is a year and a half from now. And now I realize I can't wait any longer. Because some other terrible thing may happen, and I may be the victim next time. That's oh, yeah. a big number, and that's very, so, very bad for a city like ours. I mean, I wonder all right. how we get broad, broad, Broadway back. I hope. Uh, Rudy, let me let me go back to now Trump. I'm very, very concerned that this deep state is entrenched, and uh, they will cut anybody's throat. And if they're not stopped under Trump, they're not going to be stopped. Uh, and I've been watching the testimony, um, you know, of Rod Rosenstein, who just threw everybody under the bus, said, I don't I didn't. Gosh, I didn't know anything. 
Well, why, what are you doing then? Were you in the bathroom the whole time? What were you doing? Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to get an update from you on this, but I want to know if Trump is, is actively and the Justice Department is actively engaged and we're going to see some arrests here before the election. Well, I have to tell you, I believe, not only believe, I know what the president is saying is true. He's left it to, uh, to Bill Barr. He has complete confidence in Barr. I have confidence in Barr, and I do believe there are going to be arrests. And I believe there are going to be arrests because having done that for 17 years, I can see five or six cases where the evidence is public and you could secure a very, very good indictment. So I would be shocked if we didn't have at least seven or eight indictments before the election. Anybody that is anybody who is actually consequential. Let's take one person. Comey. Comey committed perjury on his Pfizer application. We have prosecuted people like uh, Martha Stewart and, and, and Flynn for something much, much less, giving a non-sworn statement to the FBI, which was at best ambiguous. He gave a sworn statement that was clear as hell that the Steele affidavit was verified and then told people at or about the very same time that it wasn't. So he's a witness against himself. Plus, there's a hundred other pieces of evidence that he knew it was unverified. Now, there are plenty of other things to prosecute Comey for. But that's a, that's a prosecution that they have brought vindictively. This would be a, a legitimate one. I can't see how Barr passes that up. Same thing with McCabe. Who do you think? The, the McCabe? Struck, struck and pay, the Struck and Page lovers have to get, have mm-hmm. to get indicted. I always thought Page would testify against him. And, uh, hmm. I mean, that guy announces his plan to prevent the president from being president, and then if the president should win, to take him out. And then he volunteers for the investigation to take him out. Plus, he could go back over the entire Hillary investigation and show that he fixed the investigation. He immunized wow. every witness against Hillary. He indicted every witness against Trump. So obviously he's fixing one, and he's trying to create the other. So I think those people are, I mean, any, any fair prosecutor's office, they'd be sitting ducks. The interesting thing is, and I don't know, I don't know how much evidence they have to go beyond Comey, like to Brennan, like to Clapper, Clapper, Clapper does have another false statement that's pretty clear. My true belief is the architect here was Brennan, but he might have, he might have kept himself covered. So what you would need is you'd have to have one of these people flip and tell you that Brennan was really involved in this. But that whole plot with Papadopoulos and, um, and Steele, that was definitely a plot that was dreamed up in the mind of some kind of CIA person. And what about the what about the guy what about the guy in Italy uh, that told Papadopoulos about the Clinton emails, Joseph Mif- uh, Mif- Mifsud. Mifsud? 
Yeah, that comes out of a stupid James Bond movie, right? They find a guy who's like a, uh, a, a, a for-hire a spy. Uh, they claim he worked for Russia, which he apparently didn't. He worked for Italy, worked for Malta, worked for a couple of the European governments, and he may have worked for us. I mean, that setup is so clear. If you did any intelligence work at all, you could figure that in a minute. But I think the only person who could have done that is the CIA director. He got Italy to cooperate with the U.K., to cooperate with Australia, to cooperate with Ukraine. Now that, and at the intelligence level. So uh, that, that Strzok and Comey can't do on their own because of the FBI's inability mm-hmm. to do foreign intelligence. That had to come out of CIA. So I don't know, I, and I know, I, I know, but I have no inside information, but I do know that they're pursuing that very, very heavily. But I don't know. I hope so. Gold yet. Uh, They have, I mean, um, you know, the way the intelligence community was used and the uh, the NSA basically of of uh, of England coming over and having a a meeting uh, with Brennan is just that that just stinks to high heaven and how they were using foreign intelligence to do what they couldn't do here in the United States is sickening. And it's also sickening that the phony liberal press doesn't have like a connection over that. I mean, this is exactly what they accused Nixon of. And this is Nixon on steroids. I mean, yeah. the stuff that Nixon did was mostly talk about it, not do it. Right. He actually did. Right. I mean, it's Nixon back in the back in the seventies, we had the church commission um, and it, they at least tried uh, kind of, um, and and cleaned it up a little bit, maybe for a while, maybe just shoved it deeper into the closet. Uh, do you see any? I mean, where's the outrage from the people in in Congress? Where is the outrage from really anybody, Rudy, on this? Well, I, you know, the Democrats are covering it up without any doubt, because actually the, the whole cover up of Ukraine and the whole way in which the press will just attack anybody that goes near Ukraine is they're afraid that if you really started an investigation in Ukraine, it would take you to Obama. And it would take you to Obama way back in 2012, and it would take down... It would would probably, if you did a full Ukraine investigation, it would establish Obama in history as being the most crooked administration, at least in terms of the number of dollars they stole. It would make Mm -hmm. Teapot Dome look like, you know, a sort of lower middle-class scandal in terms of money. Yeah. Uh, I also think they're 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 uh, very very worried that there are so many other games they played with the intelligence uh, uh, services that they're very afraid that's all going to come out. But the worst part is our Republican senators don't react with outrage. I mean, I can't believe it. Uh, maybe Senator Johnson is an exception. Rand Paul is an exception. To some extent, Lindsey, although. Lindsay goes a little back and forth. Uh, and Grassley. The rest of them seem to be totally unconcerned. Yeah, I know. I mean, they should um, All right, Rudy Giuliani. Thank you for being on with us, uh, sir. And it's always, uh, always, uh, it's always great to have you on. You do great work. Anytime you want Thank me. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. 
you got it. I, I, I'd like to uh, I'd like to continue to follow up with you on what's happening in the cities, what the police should be doing, uh, prosecutors uh, and also uh, everything that's happening in uh, Washington with the investigation. And I hope that gets I hope that gets serious really soon. Rudy Giuliani, thank you very much. Let me tell you about, you know, I wanted to find out for sure about steak cut bacon, you know, so I went to Google and uh, this time Google did not disappoint. It is literally the thickest cut of bacon available. Now, I'd like my bacon the size of a pig, knock the ears and the nose off of it, uh, you know, remove the teeth and the hooves, but then just maybe maybe cut it in half. That's a good piece of bacon for you. Um, now Omaha steaks has a pound of steak cut bacon for free with some of their variety packs that are going out for father's day. If you're looking for a great gift for father's day, hmm, I don't know, meat, keep the bacon for yourself, but meet Omaha steaks.com. Enter the promo code Beck into the search bar and you're going to see all of the great options that are available. And many of them include free shipping and a free pound of steak cut bacon. Oh, look it up for yourself, baby. Tasty, easy to made side, uh, side dishes, as well as one step family meals, artisan desserts, and so, so much more. Father's Day packages ready to ship, ready to order. Many include the free shipping and the uh, steak cut bacon. It's Omaha Steaks. They deliver guaranteed quality and safety with every order. So send dad a free gift of food that he's going to love. OmahaSteaks.com. Make sure you type in Beck in the search bar. You'll be able to shop and see all those deals for Father's Day. Type in the search bar Beck at OmahaSteaks.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, we want to thank our sponsor uh, this hour, Rough Greens. You know, if you ever ate uh, just if you just ate celery your whole life, how healthy do you, would you be? I mean, look at Stu. I think that's what he does. He just eats. And look at him. He's sickly, always needing to take a vacation and a nap. I mean. I'm pretty full figure for a guy who just eats celery. Yeah. Mm. Well, you eat celery and then like, I don't know, Fritos. Mm. The second one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's not healthy. Anyway, you wouldn't be getting all the nutrients you need to sustain a healthy life. That's the same with our dog. Our dog needs these nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, probiotics. Mm. Omega oils. I mean, all the stuff my wife is always like, you know, it's mine. Oh, so my uh, we f- we found rough greens for my dog and uh, Uno's been taken in and it is just it's changed him it's really changed him. Give your dog rough greens R U F F greens fourteen day jumpstart bag today fourteen ninety five and see the difference in your dog fourteen days or less just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call eight three three Glen thirty three that's eight three three Glen two N's G L E N N thirty three call today roughgreens.com slash back. So I'm living now with uh, vegans up here at the ranch where the whole family is here. And uh, my daughter's been cooking and she's a vegan. And so. Well, I will say your daughter uh, is actually a really good, basically a chef. Uh, So uh, if you're going to have good vegan food, she's probably going to be able to provide it, I would assume. I don't even understand it. Last night, because it was Cohen's birthday, he turned four yesterday, my grandson. 
um, because it was his birthday, he got a pick and he wanted macaroni and cheese. Well, the macaroni was, I don't know, gluten free and taste free. And, and <laughs> then she made, she made two kinds of cheeses with it. Well, mm-hmm. they don't have cheese. And so she said, this is the fake cheese. And then this is the vegan cheese. And I said, what the hell is... She said, well, one is really healthy and organic. And I said, so that one tastes the worst. <laughs> and what is this? And she says, it's processed vegan cheese. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, you can... I mean, we're on a cattle ranch. <laughs> I'm selling bacon on the air. <laughs> My life makes no sense. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that is so complicated that you never use it. That is exactly the type of security system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simpler is safer. And it's exactly why Simply Safe is the home security for right now. When feeling safe at home has never been more important, Simply Safe is there. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24/7. You can order online with a click of a button. Nobody's coming to your house. You open the box, place the sensors up, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. No technician, no salespeople. They don't disrupt your life, and you don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a 2-year contract. This is why Simply Safe was named best over home security of 2020 by u.s news and world report head to simplysafebeck.com and get a free hd camera just because you listen to my show at simplysafebeck.com let me just tell you about our spotlight sponsor it's realestateagentsitrust.com real estate agents going to help you get your home sold on time or for the most amount of money you in la thinking about moving Hmm. they can help you uh, in Minneapolis, thinking about moving, they can help you. Detroit, they can help you. Uh, New York, they can help you. Gee, what do all those cities have in common? I'm wondering. Anyway, uh, if you're thinking about moving to Texas, we've got a lot of real estate agents there as well. Whatever you're looking to do, buy or sell, they're going to help you with the best strategy. And these guys are relentless. These are the people that are the best in the area, your area, or the one you want to move to. Um, they know it. They have a great track record. Do your own homework, but we'll send you a name. Is The minute you say, I need a real estate agent here, we'll find one for you and send it to you within a couple of minutes. Do your own homework. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Give me 20 minutes and I am going to show you what the media has not shown you. I will give you the evidence of who is behind, who's behind these uh, these protests and the the radical violence that is on the street. It's there for anybody who cares to look. We're going to expose it here in just a minute. We're going to show you also how deep it goes into our states. Who is funding this? How is it working? We'll give it all to you in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
I wrote a new song because I thought, you know, how long can I talk about Relief Factor, uh, you know, and, and people are listening. And I wanted to try something uh, different. You want to get out of pain, Relief Factor, yow. Thank you. Thank you. I worked all night on it. I thought it was really good. It's got a little kind of a nightclub-y feel to it. Get out of pain, relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. What more do I need to say? Why are you doing it still? Why are you living in like this? They're not going to work. Really? Have you tried it? Just try it for three weeks. 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. I'm still working on the second uh, verse there, but uh, I, 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 think it's, I think it's rather catchy. Relieffactor.com. Go there now. All right, as uh, we talked about with Rudy Giuliani uh, last hour, he wasn't even aware of this, and it was on the TV show that we did last night, uh, the Wednesday night special. You can find it if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. You can find it right now on demand. I urge you to watch it. Uh, last night, we told you that while the media is like, I don't know, I think they might be white supremacists. Eh, they're really not. No, not at all. Uh, New York head terrorism op- uh, officer, deputy commissioner for intelligence and counterterrorism. His name is John Miller, laid everything out when all of this really began to snowball. That was a few weeks ago. Media still not caught up on this one. He said that before the protest even began, anarchist groups were preemptively using bail money, uh, raising bail money. Um, they were recruiting medics, planning to commit property damage. Uh, Miller reviewed 686 of the arrests, found out that one out of seven were outside from New York. And I'm not talking about driving from, you know, uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. I'm talking about people that came from other states a long way away. Now, why would they be rioting in New York? Why? By the way, the one in seven, Rudy Giuliani thought, wow, that's pretty incredible. No, that number later grew to 20% of the rests came from states like Iowa, Nevada, Texas. Why is somebody in Nevada suddenly rioting against the police in New York? Antifa has been seen in cities all over the country. Uh, one of the uh, Antifa or Antifa anarchists was sought by police Berg, uh, Pittsburgh police uh, for starting the riots and encouraging the riots. And he was just turned in by mommy and daddy in Columbus, Ohio. The Antifa organizer caught on camera handing out cash, directing people to barricades and mentioning quote, other stuff that they had waiting. What, what was the other stuff? The Columbus Police Department asking for help to identify this person of interest. They have him on tape. You can see him. Where's the media on this one? Where's the money coming from? What is the other stuff the street organizer was talking about? Could it be the large pile of bricks that have been found in city after city after city? Texas Department of Public Safety confirmed now that they're investigating Antifa links to all of the Texas violent riots. There's no question that Antifa is involved now and something has to be done. Well, they you know, they they're just a group of happy people. They're just really, you know, they're just no centralized leadership structure. Yeah, they did that on purpose. There's no top-down structure. There's a new video out that came out earlier this week from Project Veritas. 
They infiltrated one of the oldest Antifa groups in the country, Rose City Antifa in Portland, Oregon. They say that it was it's run almost like a company and it's built to remain anonymous. And they were talking about it on the streets of Seattle this morning as I'm watching one of their morning meetings. It's everywhere. You can see it. By the way, Antifa was brought over to the United States by Caroline and Johann Victorin. Yeah, we live in Sweden and we like Antifa. So they brought the radical left wing activist group, imported it from Europe into the United States sometime around 2007. And that's still who's running it. And the coordination is insane. We got a um, we got a pamphlet from the branch here in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh, one of the the local chapter was um, showing us in this this handout I'm showing here on TV now, if you can see it, how to organize riots. And it's a battle plan. Uh, They they have their own media site. Uh, They have several of them. One of them is it's going down dot org. And one of the things that they did was they just published a, uh, a piece titled rebellion, counterinsurgency and cracks within the ruling class. All right. How, how, how is this not how is this not good enough for the Insurrection Act? Now, here's some new information that I gave you last night. There is a new revolutionary abolitionist movement uh, that is introduced itself into the United States. We we're oh, you're still looking for Al Qaeda. Oh, how old timey of you. This is a revolutionary abolitionist movement a shadowy radical left group that is now trying to come in and steer the American protesters into a model patterned after the Marxist Kurds in northern city uh, Syria. The Kurds in Syria. Remember when we went through this and said, we got to save the Kurds in Iraq. We can't abandon them, but go ahead and abandon the Kurds in Syria They're no friends of ours. John McCain, well, my friends, it's all fine. No, it's not fine. They're Marxist revolutionaries. And now they are trying to take the pattern of their success onto our streets. They they wrote their version of something similar to the coming insurrection that you can find on Amazon, of course. And it's called Burn Down the American Plantation. And they specifically talk about the Marxist Kurd revolution and how it charts out an insurgent direction for anarchist organizing today. Now, this group, I want to just play one of the clips that you can find on YouTube. You can you can find them on Twitter. Don't worry about it. Oh, no, Jack Dorsey. He's not. No, these guys are fine. You want to go into church? How dare you ban them? These guys, they're good. Here's what you can find. With the founding of groups like the International Revolutionary People's Guerrilla Forces, it is clear that this is the time for anarchist revolutionaries to act without hesitation. We declare our solidarity with the international anti-fascist and anarchist struggle and propose concrete steps in the fight for abolition. Yeah. Revolutionary abolitionists must fight hand-in-hand with those facing oppression. We intend to establish a new underground railroad to free people from bondage, 
by building revolutionary self-defense networks, connecting them to one another, and developing militant strategies in our neighborhoods, our network will create the capacity to destroy state power and defend our communities. A new global paradigm for revolution has been established to be taken up by dedicated revolutionaries, autonomous territories, guerrillas in armed struggle, and all those engaged in the global drive towards liberation and away from statehood, capitalism, patriarchy, and domination. You see how they have taken good and made it evil? They're establishing a new underground railroad for liberation. Um, we showed last night a flyer uh, that has their 10 points of action. This is a legitimate group. They are um, they are open about what they're trying to do. It's the revolutionary abolitionist movement. 10 po- points of action. Destroy the state, the police, military, corporations, no law, no money, revolutionary justice, communal ownership, and end of private property. The creation of militant revolutionaries. The media will tell you that these people are no ones. There's no, they're nobodies. That's not true. They were there in Philadelphia. They were there in New York. Let me show you a Twitter post. Still has not been taken down. Prepare to escalate. Well, guess what? That uh, Barclays Center uh, rally, it was peaceful for a while. Then it was hijacked and ended in violence. One police vehicle was set on fire. Twitter, you know, they got to get after Donald Trump immediately. But this organizing a riot. Let me show you another one from their branch in Philadelphia. We have the other Twitter post. There it is. Burning a police car. Burn down the American plantation once and for all. That is the revolutionary abolition uh, uh, group of New York City and Philadelphia. What do, what do you what do you? What else do you need? Media. Do you recognize your country? It's going to get worse. Before it gets better. But I promise you it will get better. But we have to do a few things. They want a fight in the street. They want it. They're begging for it. People are waking up. They are. And we need to be the happy warriors. We need to... Look, we need to put a few things back in place. First of all, our history... Then our relationship to God. My grandkids yesterday were running through the sprinkler. And I watched them. And we have a pond at the, just by the fence out here. And they jumped into the pond. And and as we went for a walk last night, my grandson just turned four yesterday. He picked up a dandelion, you know, when it's when it's got the little sphere of seeds. It was perfect. And he picked it up, and he had never really seen one before, and he didn't know what to do. He said, blow on it, make a wish, and blow on it. It's your birthday. And he looked at me strangely. He, he looked at it with just such wonder. And when he blew on it, 
he took he 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 kind of jumped back a bit. He was like, <gasps> "Wow!" We're losing moments of wonder. We're losing connection to all that is real. We're losing our connection to God. And that's, that is by design. Look at how we have been told you can't go to church. I think this could backfire. I mean, my family is stronger than it's ever been. Literally ever been. And I think that's because we've been shut up in a house. Now, that's not the truth for everybody, but it is for mine. But man, trying to get them, even them, to see through all of the crap is really hard. We have to restore a few things. So we were going to do this big event in Gettysburg, and... Because we had to cancel, we lost our shirt because I didn't want any of the people who were helping us to lose money on what they had already done. So we canceled it, and it was a nightmare. Um, And I got to thank the good people at Gettysburg for being so understanding. It was COVID. But it it will not leave me alone. And I, I came up to my ranch, and there's something about Jefferson knew this. Working with your hands, that settles you. And uh, the covenant, restoring the covenant, restoring our history, has just been just screaming at me, keeping me up at night. And I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I'm good at doing big events. I'm, I don't know how to do quiet events. And... Uh, it came to me, I'm just, my job is to remind you what it feels like to go home. My job is to remind you what it feels like to be an American and to teach younger people who, who don't know it, what it feels like to have the pride of this country. So on July, I think it's first, which is Wednesday night, we're going to do a special on Blaze TV and on our YouTube um, channels. Um, we will do a special on the 1619 Project, which is we're going to show you how our history is being erased. They're tearing down statues. This is the Mao Cultural Revolution. And we're going to show you how they're erasing us. And then we're going to go through the 1619 and show you the lies. And the reason why this is important is because it's being taught to your children in school and they are erasing everything and it's got to stop then we're going to put the pilgrims back in their place in the second half of that show and we will um, uh, set up for what's going to happen on july 3rd on july 3rd we are going to be in uh plymouth mass uh, and broadcasting from Plymouth, Mass. Uh, I think I have uh, Tim Ballard is going to be there. And then we have David Barton, and we're not sure in some of these eastern cities if we can even get permission. So we don't know where they're going to be, but they're going to talk about the covenant that George Washington made. Uh, and then um, I'm going to be here at the ranch. 
I am trying to get someone in from out of the country who is a remarkable individual and um, I'm doing everything I can to get him back into the country. But I don't want to say, even if we get him, I don't want to say his name because it'll just cause all kinds of controversy. Um, and then I'm going to be here uh, in the tops of the mountains in God's country. And I urge you on Friday, July 3rd, to renew the covenant, learn history. It'll be about a two-hour broadcast. It'll be free. You can get it everywhere. I'm not sure where we're going to. I know it'll be on for Blaze TV subscribers, but I think it's going to be on my YouTube channel. And we're going to try to play it as many places as we possibly can. Um, But it will be free. uh, And I, I want you to be there. So it's a, a more quiet, but a very powerful evening that uh, you need to see. And that'll be July 3rd. We'll give you more details as we get a little closer. All right. Um, let me just take one minute and then back into the show. It is impossible to keep up with. Uh, what is it, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Um, they, it's impossible to keep up with mowing the lawn at this time of the year. Grass keeps coming back over and over again. Strange. Uh, the good news is it is the perfect time to slide your butt into a Hustler Turf lawnmower. Ah, uh, it's good for the butt. Uh, Hustler lawnmowers are fast. They're maneuverable. They're robust. They're going to get the job done in about half the time it takes you to mow your lawn currently. Um, and it's fun. Honestly, and it's the last lawnmower that you're ever going to have to buy because it is built. It's it was actually first built for people for, you know, that you use the lawnmowers, you know, six, six days a week, eight hours a day. Um, and they've taken all that technology and put it into uh, the the uh, residential model, if you will. They are incredible. They're, they are heavy-duty, fabricated, welded steel decks on this. You're not going to find any cheap stamp deck on a Hustler. And you can get into one starting at $19.99 until the end of June. Hustler zero-turn lawnmowers designed and engineered and assembled in the U.S. You can get an extra year of extended warranty coverage by going to HustlerTurf.com and clicking on the radio offer button at the right-hand corner. Enter my name, Beck, in the box for details about the warranty offer. They probably have a dealer around you, but just check them out online, HustlerTurf.com. Make sure you enter the promo code Beck in the box for details about the warranty offer as well. 10 seconds, station ID. Here we go. Um, uh, by the way, I want to I want to shout out my support for Tucker Carlson. He is coming under attack right now at Fox News. I know what this is like, Tucker. Anything we can do for you, we will do. They are coming after him because he's the number one cable rated uh, show in America right now, uh, and they got to get him out of there because he's making sense and he's doing a good job. Uh, so Tucker Carlson, support him, support his advertisers, and uh, Tucker, anything we can do for you or your show, you got it. Uh, now, 
I told you about the radical groups, and I think what's happening is this is an end game because now that the FBI is under control with Trump, they are going to look into these. Remember, you know, Nancy Pelosi, these are just homegrown grassroots. No, they're not. They're extraordinarily well funded. Uh, Project Veritas just came out with a new video here this morning where they are getting money from Soros and Tom Steyer for uh, for these the Atlanta chapter of refuse fascism. More in just a second. Uh, all right. Sorry, we ran out of time there. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks this Father's Day. The very last thing you want to see when you pop open the freezer and they're, you're preparing to fire up the grill is nothing. Tofu, which I've opened up the refrigerator and found tofu in my refrigerator and on my grill. That's an abomination. Anyway, if you've not had smoked tofu, uh, you haven't lived. Or if you have, you're probably praying for death. But anyway, Omaha Steaks. Right now, Omaha Steaks is offering access to a wide variety of amazing packages for Father's Day at omahasteaks.com. You enter the promo code BECK into the search bar. That's going to take you to all of the Father's Day specials. Many of them include free shipping and a free pound of steak cut bacon. Oh, yeah. Get all of it for Father's Day right now. Free shipping on many of these and free pound of steak cut bacon. Omaha Steaks at omahasteaks.com. Type in BECK in the search bar and shop for Father's Day today. That's Omaha steaks.com make sure you put beck in the search bar for the father's day specials and go to blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn get access to this show glenn's stew does america so many more plus 10 bucks off it is the glenn beck program from the standing rock ranch and we are uh I'm playing this theme because I think I think what I'm playing in in honor of Seattle because I think what community uh, community policing I think I I'm not sure but I think that's Batman I'm not sure so I'm looking forward to seeing Batman now he's got Seattle possibly Los Angeles uh, he's gonna have Minneapolis I mean he's only one bat but uh, good thinking progressives and Marxists good thinking. We have uh, Christy Noem on. She is the Republican governor of South Dakota. Uh, she just came out with a statement on the lessons on governing during COVID-19. Welcome to the uh, is. Hang on. You've got a hat on. It says uh, case. That's the tractor company. Are they are they made in South Dakota? No, they aren't. But, uh, you know, agriculture is our number one industry. I'm a lifelong farmer. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I yeah, would prefer okay. to wear a baseball cap every day if I could. Yeah. You know, um, we were just talking um, here. I'm up, up at my ranch and, uh, you know, you're, I'm working with the cattle and and, uh, you know, working with your hands in the soil. There is something to Thomas Jefferson when he said, you know, he actually was saying everyone needed to buy 20 acres. If you're going to be a citizen, you needed to buy 20 acres of land because it would connect you to the things that are real. And I think that's one of the problems. There's there's no connection to food, land, even in most cities, the stars in the sky. We've lost our place. Yeah, you know, one of the things my dad always told me from the time I was a little girl was, uh, you know, Christy, you don't sell land. God isn't making any more land. Uh, and that uh, yeah. it was yeah. always a really special um, thing to us, the land. And uh, 
we uh, he told the stories about each field, each pasture, each piece of ground, just like it was a family member. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me go through a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, let's just get an update on your hydroxychloroquine uh, study. I I know that we now found out that 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 breathless announcement, how dangerous hydroxychloroquine uh, was, was false uh, and uh, a very, very poor study. Um, if I'm being kind about it, we're not seeing that anywhere in the press. But you wouldn't back down at the time, and you did a study of hydroxychloroquine uh, statewide. What would you find, uh, and did it make a difference? Well, we have Sanford Research here in South Dakota. It's one of our major healthcare systems, uh, and they had discussed doing some clinical trials in regards to COVID-19. And with some of the research I was seeing and reading about, I asked them if they would consider doing one on hydroxychloroquine if I could get um, some supply from the national stockpile. So uh, I did and was able to secure a million doses of it. And the other two healthcare systems in our state decided to partner on that trial. Uh, and that would be Avera and Monument Health. And uh, so it was the first state-backed, statewide clinical trial on a therapeutic um, here in South Dakota, but also in the country. So it really was uh, something to tackle. Uh, now, the Sanford Research is leading it, and, and the decision to go forward with it, I think they have on hold and are pausing um, based on some of the other research they're seeing coming out of other trials. But they are keeping registries open and we're continuing to track and monitor and see what therapeutics are effective in South Dakota and allow people the opportunity to be on offense. And really, Glenn, that was my big deal is that for me, it was much more comfortable doing something to be on offense against this virus. I think a lot of times I saw people being scared and fearful and, uh, you know, not reacting appropriately to take care of their families or their communities. And I knew that if we could be on offense and get a treatment as soon as possible that was effective, we'd be much better off and could get back to normal much quicker. Let me switch topics. Um, some of these, some of these uh, governors and mayors, I think, have gone insane. And, and you saw it early on uh, with uh, with COVID-19. And now... We all had to stay in and we were going to be arrested if we even breathed, you know, outside of our front door. Uh, and now they're, you know, they're marching with protesters uh, before the before the restrictions came up. What's what is happening to our our. Our country, uh, let alone our governors and cities, what 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 should they what, what am I missing well, it's alarming to me. Um, you know, my background is that I come from a family that's not political at all. There's nobody in my family that was raised tied to the government or in public service. Uh, I ran uh, be for office, um, you know, and ran for Congress the first time because I was mad at the federal government about death taxes. Um, my dad was killed in an accident and we got hit with death taxes. It almost caused us to lose our family operation. And that made me angry and I decided mm -hmm. to get involved. But, um, you know, honestly, I, you know, you got to come back to your, your principles, your values. And for me, America has always been special. Uh, we have a story that is unlike any other country in the world. And the Constitution is the foundation. Even though I didn't come from a political background, my family believed it. And they they knew that that our history and our that document was sacred. 
Um, and so what was interesting to me is I sat down when this virus was coming to our state and talked to my Department of Health officials, my state epidemiologist, my uh, recommendations from those um, healthcare organizations in our state and got information. Uh, one of the best traits that I think I have and that I think public leaders need to have is to be teachable and to continue to learn things every day and be willing to be teachable. Um, but then I also sat down with my legal team, uh, with my general counsel and with my executive team in my office and had them tell me uh, what my authorities were as governor, what I could do, what I couldn't do in light of our state constitution and in the U.S. constitution, I took an oath to uphold. And then I also knew that if I overstepped those authorities in a time of crisis, that would be setting an incredible precedent that would break down um, really the freedom and uh, liberties that America stands for. So I think it was a very different path. And I there was never really a question that that's the path I would take, that I had to side on the side of protecting um, law and order and our constitution. I, I don't know why other leaders made the decisions that they made, but I would say mainly it was driven by, by fear and um, you never make a good decision if you're making it out of emotion. And I tried every day hard you, to take emotion out of it and make a good decision. Do you think that we are, uh, we still have that love of the land and the country? And um, I mean, I know a lot of people, South Dakota, I'm in Idaho now, you know, there's lots of places out West, but in, in in many of the cities, there's no love for that anymore. It's it's really disappeared in one generation, it seems. Do we have enough to hold it together? I don't know. I think so. I, it doesn't take long to get it back. You know, we've got, uh, you know, my family kind of adopts and brings in and and uh, lets anybody come stay with us and be with us. Um, but but we can, we've always, from the time we were little, had cousins come from the cities and come stay with us for the summer or for a month or two. And, and they treasure and value the land, even though they never had the chance to grow up like we did. So I think that if our leaders focus on it and talk about it, uh, we don't spend enough time educating people on what's valuable uh, in our history. And uh, I've I've been working to make sure that in South Dakota, our kids know our history and our civics and why it's important and the stability it brings to us as a country. And then, I, then I'll be honest, I spoke a lot about strong families, you know, that, that we have a breakdown of the family, too. And I think that's why we see some people, um, you know, facilitate or, you know, going back and forth and not having a strong, firm grip on on where their foundation is, too. I appreciate your uh, I appreciate your willingness to come on the air, uh, especially earlier when you were really under attack and very busy. Uh, and uh, you're just your willingness to stand up and protect the Constitution, even though at the time, I think, you know, there would be a lot of people that would say, wait, we need protection. We're afraid. Go ahead and take this. A lot of people just want to hand their rights over when they're frightened. And for you to stand up and say it's not the place of the government to do that, I think was uh I thought it was very, very brave. So thank you very much. And the one thing that you learned through this about uh, what was the most important takeaway through this chapter now for you? Be willing to make that decision yourself. Um, you know, the, the this can be a little bit of a lonely job when you're making tough decisions like that. And I think some folks, um, and I found that especially in this pandemic situation, 
there's not a lot of advisors or people that are willing to tell you what you should be doing, except second guessing maybe after the fact. So um, just go into the job knowing uh, that you're going to have to make the decision, be willing to do it, and uh, always keep your value on where your foundation comes comes from. That'll help you make the best decision for the people. So good to talk to somebody like you in charge of a state. God bless you. Thank you very much. That's uh, Governor Christy Nome. Oh, by the way, one, one last thing. Are you doing the big fireworks show at the, uh, at the uh, monument this year? We are. It's going to be on July 3rd in the evening. Uh, the president is coming, and uh, I think quite a few of his family members as well. And uh, we have Mount Rushmore will be open. We have lottery draw for tickets, so about 7,400 tickets to give out when we opened up the name and registrations to be eligible for a ticket. In a couple of days, we had over 125,000 people that registered to get one of those 7,400 tickets. So a lot of people want to come see that show and be with the president when those fireworks go off over Mount Rushmore celebrating America's birthday. So out of the 125,000, only 7,400 is going to get a, a ticket, though. So we'll be handing those out uh. soon. Yeah, good. Uh, it is so worth it. If you've never been to Mount Rushmore, whether they're fireworks or not, you need to go to Mount Rushmore. It is absolutely beautiful. I am more of a fan of Crazy Horse. Uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Mount Rushmore, but uh, I have I've been to Mount Rushmore a couple of times. Uh, I've even flying over the country stopped so I could take my kids because I'm like, if you're ever driving across the country, you'll see it. But nobody ever yeah. just stops to go there. We had to we had to stop and see Crazy Horse. It is phenomenal, just phenomenal, beautiful, beautiful. Well, and, and Crazy Crazy Horse is a sacred mountain, and uh, it's it's beautiful and uh, it's it's large. It's huge. It's much bigger than Mount. It's huge. Yeah. It dwarfs it. It, it will. It yeah. won't be done in our lifetime, will it? No. Will it be done it in our lifetime? Be. No. No, and the family story behind Crazy Horse is really special, and love they love it. the Native American yeah. culture. It's really special. Yeah, they're and they're great. They they started, I think, around the time of Mount Rushmore, and they won't take any federal money, uh, yep. and so they're just doing it themselves. And it's going to take forever, but already what's carved out of the mountain is remarkable. So thank you so much, Christy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, Governor. That is uh, Governor Nome uh, from uh, South Dakota. All right. Let me tell you about Goldline. Hey, gold! What a crazy idea that is. I know they've been telling me crazy, uh, crazy gold stories. I think uh, they started when it was three hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. Now Goldman Sachs and everybody else is saying they think by twenty twenty one in twenty twenty one that gold will be about $3,000 to $3,500 an ounce. Let me tell you something. Pray to dear, dear sweet baby Jesus that that is not true. Because if it, that, that's true, everything is on fire. So it kind of concerns me that they're saying, yeah, gold's going to be around you know, $3,000 next year. That's not good news. Um. I don't have money in the stock market, and everybody's yelling, you lost much money, you're losing nothing in the stock market. Yeah, because I'm not, I don't, I don't have a Fed share. So I don't know what the Fed is going to prop up and what they're not going to prop up. This is garbage. How can a country be in the worst depression since the depression, lose more businesses than we did in the Great Recession, 
have an unemployment rate of 14% and people in the streets setting it on fire and the stock market is going up? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Could you please, could you please just call Goldline? Do your own homework. The best hedge for stability in your portfolio in times of turmoil, uncertainty, and quite honestly, insanity is physical gold. Call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, talking to uh, Christy Nome, the governor of uh, South Dakota, I, I, I kind of feel like she was, or she is, what I kind of hoped Sarah Palin was going to be. You know, yeah, yeah, she's a lot of depth, yeah. I would say, uh, where you know, right, that wasn't always the situation. And, and I, and I, I, I'm, af- I'm afraid to say that in support of her because you know, next thing you know, she'll be out, I don't know, I don't know, shooting elephants from a helicopter or whatever, I don't know, but right. uh, you know, it just kind of makes you just a little hesitant, but. Um, she is really, really sharp, and she's rooted in things that Americans used to be rooted in, and I hope they still are. Uh, and uh, I like her. She's somebody to watch. She's making an somebody intelligent case for these ideas. Uh, you know, it, that's what it comes down to. You want like there's a there's a kind of a nice story to it, right? Where you have. Uh, you know, we're small government people. You have a, a smaller state, someone that isn't in the in the New York media sort of sphere, but has been there doing a good job running a state well and understands the principles of the country in a way that I think, you know, a ton of people outside of those big cities do. And so that was kind of the, that was the sort of mythical thing. I think we all sort of created in our mind with Sarah Palin that didn't wind up working out all so well. Uh, but like the storyline is somewhat similar here, at least in our heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you look at, mm-hmm. I mean, she just, you, you talk to her, she, you tell she has a lot of depth on these topics. She, this isn't, this isn't new stuff to her. She doesn't seem like the, the, the national spotlight is bothering her all that much. It seems she seems to do really well in it, but not be excited by it. And that's a great combination. Yeah. All right. Uh, tomorrow uh, on television on our Friday night special is um, <laughs> oh crap! Now how could I possibly forget? Dinesh D'Souza is going to be my uh, my my guest. He's got a new book out about socialism and Marxism, and boy, is that uh, well timed now. Hmm? Uh, we'll have him on tomorrow. You don't want to miss a second of the shows. You miss a minute. You miss a lot. This See you tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.